0: Hello and welcome to the Kilo Chasers Raw Cut Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Dahl. With me always, Matt Ware. What's up, my brother? Hey, how's it going? Glad to get back on the mic. Yes, sir. It's been a while. So uh, we're going to turn the music back up for a second and we'll get right back at it. hey that was new (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: all everything's new it's learning right i know right
0: (laughs) it was a cool little hey i have some buttons over here i'm gonna press and play around with so audience that was the uh, the test go and we'll see how it actually rolls in post-production but nice how was your day how's how's the last week and a half been i haven't seen you for a minute we did spend (laughs) three solid days together but
1: yeah. You know, um, week and a half has been getting back into the groove. It's interesting, man. Um, I, you know, and I've talked to a couple of people about this, but like we, you know, for myself and I, I don't know if you felt this or not, but like I went from, you know, going to San Diego competing, uh, to basically coming home and preparing for the camp, going to the camp and having just mash out, like, all out sessions three days in a row two days or two two sessions a day Mm -hmm. um you know love everywhere like great people and and, uh i had a bit of an emotional dump afterwards oh yeah it was like well shit that's over what what do i do now (laughs) (laughs) like do i train i don't even have a competition until like next march like what holy shit yeah. What? And so I'm like oh, in this sorry. weird bubble where it's just like looking around and, okay, what do I do? You know? And I, I, I think I talked to Cornell about it. I was like, you know, I'm just in a weird mental dump right now because of all the emotion that mm-hmm. came from everything we were doing. And this big grand like hurrah finale at the camp was just, I almost went into a little bit of a, like a cave by myself and just had sort of secluded myself yeah. Until I could, you know, get the mental capacity to get out. But um, it's been, you know, getting back to normal is getting back to normal. It's just all about transition, right? Yeah. We're adults.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Like, who was it? Somebody asked me on the page, like, hey, we do, where's the recap? Where's the update? How'd it go? I'm like, I had no, like, my mental capacity to, like, reflect mm-hmm. was gone. Like, I had to yeah. take, I think I took, like, three or four days before I actually, like, Hopped on and did a little recording for the team and um yeah i i did the i did the same thing like I got home and Sarah was like, Hi, bye, I'm going to have dinner with my sister you yeah. <laughs> I was like, yep uh, uh, okay, well, that's actually <laughs> kinda it's just quiet house and <laughs> and did the dishes and and got to lay to bed and hung out and it was much needed but i was in the same spot like i i kind of have been for this the last week where it's like i'm not planning anything i'm not scheduling anything i'm not building anything like it took me three days to unload the trailer with my freaking plates and platforms on it like it sat out in front of the house still strapped down (laughs) and it was like sarah goes it's probably gonna rain tomorrow i was like okay (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> right. guess I'll freaking do it, but you know,
1: but I think that's needed.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's
1: needed. I, I there I can and I can speak for the camp alone. And this is kind of jumping forward. But we'll I'm sure we'll come back to whatever. Um, there was such an emotional ro- ride there that came out of that camp that was beyond anything that I ever thought. And so, you know, leaving was, was really hard, first of all. Second of all, like, um it was just it brought me back to that childhood mm-hmm. and it was like that you know it's you know okay have you ever had a moment like I have this moment with uh with my daughter with Maddie in the car well where, where we'll be listening to like some pop song that she really likes and she's next to me and you know she's yelling screaming you know singing to the song and we're we're grooving and I get emotional I'll get mm-hmm. tears oh yeah it was like that it was like I didn't it's not like I was crying or anything but I like I was like man that was It was epic. And then, you know, you come home, and not to say that like coming home is bad, but like you're coming home to, you you know, back to life, getting reality. And, you know, it's it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing.
0: Yeah. The best, the best like comparison that I can come up with is going like traveling or going to like an outdoor concert. Yeah. That's fairly large. I mean, like Edgefield or something like that, a nice amphitheater. You know, a thousand people, 5,000 people, whatever, like kind of small in the co- realm of concerts, but big enough to like where you're complete, like there's nothing else, right? You're yeah. 100% in the moment. And then at the end, you're like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's kind of like, yeah. like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like going ice skating or roller skating and then like at, for like a couple of hours and then trying to walk around like you don't feel right. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just it, it, you're back on dry land. Sea lake. Exactly.
1: It, it, it's, it's crazy. You know, and you never you can
0: you can't prepare for
1: it. It just it just happens. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you and, know, other than that, it's been great. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I I had the I had the same feelings coming back from John's camp when when Donnie was there and everybody was just going off and it yeah. was super and we had a big group. That was a, that was the coolest yeah. part. It Was a big group. That um, was a big group. Yeah. And it was kind of the nice part about what we did was it was this time was it was smaller it, we had it was it was really intimate and yeah we got to know each other um, way more out in that environment I think than like just trying to have because everybody was part of every conversation yeah exactly. there was kind of I, I kind of hoped that we'd break off and have I mean I guess we did in the mornings like if yeah. you got up early like that was that was Donald's favorite part that was the first thing he said it was you cannot be waking up to coffee and sitting out on the deck to perfect silence and serenity and it's like reflection. And then somebody else comes out and you start talking about, or you just sit there in silence with somebody else, you know, like it was, it, it, I'm just, I'm really, really happy that everybody got to experience that. And I can't wait for more people, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think uh, you know, you you touched on something there where you, you can sit next to your comrade or you know the person next to you and and sit in silence. And because you're both going through the same experience, you're both, you know, um having similar feelings and emotions and just but overall you're like enjoying what is around you. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you and I talked about it a lot, but you really um you know was very vocal about this aspect of the camp which is you're in the middle of nowhere you know there's nowhere to go there's a lake there's a house and there's a gym that's it and it's not like it's the hustle and bustle of the city you're not like going doing multiple events you know you're there for one thing you walk away with a handful of things and yeah. I think that was a really good way of, of think like justifying it for myself is like, man, what I walked away from like that, like my training off the hook, uh, friendships off the hook, you know, um, our strength and our friendship and bond, like off the hook. Yeah. Um, the ability to experience a new scenery and a new area that I've never been a part of and or seen. Wow. You know, so that was cool.
0: Yeah. No, that's, wow. that's, and that's all, that's, that's what the that whole thing is about. And that's like, you know, the conversations that we had for the months leading up to this is, is all about that. It, it was about yep. that, you know, feeling like a child again and feeling like that, <laughs> yeah. like team where you just couldn't wait to kind of like pitch all your worries outside of this one thing aside for a couple of days and actually and actually be able to do it you know as an adult it just it never happens you know even even when you go on like a a family vacation or whatever like there's still like you carry the the burden of of whatever and this is such a short little thing and it's there's no restaurants to go to there's no there's no planned excursions there's no like the the we had freaking two boats on the dock and we went, took them out twice. I know. like, like My dad got there and he's like, well, did you even use my boat? I was like, actually, no, I didn't. So <laughs> I, he was like, well, at least you put gas in it. I was like, All "Right, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for letting me have the opportunity to use it. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, dude, it just... Um, it, I think, I think each of us... Were individually touched in a different way, yeah. Um, with the experience, and I mean, I, I hope, I, I know I didn't hit enough of what it really meant to me when uh, on that lat on our at the end of our max out session, um, oh, dude. Like, yeah. I know. It was, I was the same way. <laughs> it was. I, I was on the verge of just of breaking down. I was like, I got it. Like, don't do it. Promise myself yeah. I wouldn't cry. yeah you know and uh but just really cool fun fun deal um but let's get into the you know the nuts and bolts of it so um what was your take and your experience and your like lessons learned Mm -hmm. um for your side of handling the food on this kind of event because i know you've done catering and you know corporate events and stuff like that um and i know this is quite a bit different but you yeah. know so let's let's run through that a bit
1: well you know uh leading into it i was i think it was weird because leading into it my biggest concern was how much are these people going to eat like that was the biggest thing that i just didn't mm-hmm. grasp like how much are they going to eat we're weightlifters we talk about eating so much but you know do are we really going <laughs> to eat a lot right and i think um my biggest Thing walking out of it was more like, okay, if I'm going to go to this camp and I'm going to lift in every session, um, I need to be more prepared for the meals because it was, it was a different ball game, having a max out session in the morning and going straight from that to the kitchen. Um, and cause like there was one time, uh, I think it was on Tuesday. You were like, all right, chef, what's for lunch? And I literally was like, blank stare. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll uh, figure it out. you know. And, and I got in the kitchen and it took me a second to get back into that. But, but that transition from maxing out emotions, maxing out my body, my energy, to walking into the kitchen um, to cook a lunch made me realize one thing in my own strategic planning, which is lunches need to be different. Lunches need to be easy. Lunches need to be pre-made. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. Like, you know, I think one day I did the, uh, the smash burgers and I made some, uh, pulled pork sandwiches. And the next day I did some like weird dry, like hoagie roll sandwiches. I didn't like that. Yeah. What I thought would have been better as I, as I'm like recapping it is like, I should have made like three loaves worth of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, a bunch of chocolate <laughs> milk and Bro. a bunch of chips. You know what I mean? Like that way, everybody can go in and grab a handful of like sandwiches, a couple chips, and some chocolate milk.
0: Done. What do I have to do? (laughs) You know what I mean. Okay. So the smash burgers. So next time, because the smash burgers are relatively fast, right? There's not. And if you have the if you have the skillet, like if instead of trying to do them on the in a cast iron or whatever if you had the skillet like blackstone or camp chef or whatever yeah. you could yeah, almost do all of them all at once yeah totally. and so i mean something like that would be still doable because those mm-hmm. can be pretty much everything prepped those so it's easy. like yeah. yeah um but yeah i definitely peanut butter and jelly and like a large like have like a protein shake station yeah,
1: yeah. You know, totally. like,
0: set up, like, two blenders and mm-hmm. have everything there so, like, you can come through, grab your stuff, make a shake, and, and go. Like, yeah. focus... Like, the breakfast was super simple. I mean, it breakfast yeah. takes time, but it's pretty simple. Pancakes, eggs, and protein of some sort. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it went on... So, on Wednesday morning, that's all I did. I went and grabbed two beers, made two batches of beer batter pancakes, and... Yep. Uh, I took the pulled pork and made um uh shit the fuck you call it.
1: (laughs) I remember you said it, but I don't remember what the name of it was. It It starts with pulled pork and eggs. Yeah, Yeah, it's pulled pork and eggs. Machaca, 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 machaca. Yeah,
0: yes, and like that was that was perfect. I was like, I made a dozen eggs and probably like a pound and a half of pulled pork. Yeah. And just stirred it all together. I said, This is what we're having, guys. There's peanut butter, Nutella, butter, yeah, freaking syrup, make it happen. Yep. And everybody was like freaking more than happy with that. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I, I
1: overestimated that. Because mm-hmm. I try like, I, I almost complicated it too much because I was like, um, why don't I didn't know these people? And I think going into it, I'm not gonna know everybody. I'm not gonna know mm-hmm. the people, but I am I did learn on a simple fact that it doesn't need to be this gourmet food. It needs to be almost like buffet-style food,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Because like well, last morning, I made a bunch of pancakes and kept everything in that skillet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here you go. And everybody ate it up. That's exactly what I did. I just, yeah, I,
0: yeah. I just threw the pancakes in the oven and then everything came out on the table and everybody just went through. And that's And that's like – and that is – the perfect representation of that house yeah right because that is every single meal except for the short amount of time that my grandparents actually lived there full time mm-hmm. like every single meal is like that every yeah. meal doesn't yeah. matter and then lunches are either like you said a freaking stack of pb and j's Right. Or hot dogs wrapped in foil, yeah. old school, yeah. like stadium style hot dogs. You oh, know, I love that. That'd you know, great. like yeah, that's great. So I mean, there's a, there's little things. I think, like it. This is, I mean, this is total like side fucking street thing. But mm-hmm. as far as like taking the simple things and tweaking them. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, we're gonna do peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Well, why don't we get, you know, spin. 20, 30 bucks and get two big out two or three loaves of brioche bread. Yeah. Slice, you know, and make them with that. Because I mean, one, that's way more calories. Yeah. (laughs) And and it's something nobody, like nobody has, unless you're bougie as fuck, like you're not going to (laughs) have, nobody's eating that. Nobody's (laughs) eating that. So you do that on the first day, you do that on the first full day. And then the Mm -hmm. next morning you use the leftover bread for French toast, French toast. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I, I just, just, I'm just throwing it out there.
1: And I think that's good. And, and use, um, just taking the basics and elevating them mm -hmm. to fit what the camp is. And, you know, another aspect of it was, you know, I was coming into uh, a kitchen that I'd never seen before. Like there was a lot of you guys, I know you told me, but you guys were equipped beyond my <laughs> wildest <laughs> dreams. Like I was sort of going through your, the spice rack, and I'm like, "Oh my, this is beautiful." Yeah. Um, the, like, oh the, yeah, an
0: old lady lived here. <laughs> yeah, the
1: cast irons, the the skillets, everything. I mean, there was like now knowing that I can plan, uh, you know, ten times better. Mm-hmm. And uh, so going into it was, I knew this was going to be. Um, a bit of, a you know, going in blindfolded and figuring it out. Um, I, yeah, I've done cap- catering events. I've done corporate events. I've never done a three day or two and a half day or how long was there event of mm-hmm. feeding and not to say that, that the cooking part was easy. I think yeah. it was the transition from cooking to, or from lifting to cooking that, you know, it, it got to my brain a little bit, you know, it's like, yeah. you've got to switch real quick. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I, that was, I mean, I think everything, I mean, to, perfectly honest. I mean, we already yeah. talked about it. Like, the only yeah. thing that was kind of, like, off were yeah. the hoagie sandwiches things. Yeah. That was, yeah, it. That was the only thing that was just kind of, like, uh, well, yeah. it happens. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> you know? It does. But at the, at the same time, like, they, they tasted good, and yeah. we ate them. And, like, one thing we got to remember, too, is these are also, like, everybody that's coming, for the most part... Has gone through at least a full year of their life of eating bland ass chicken breast, <laughs> rice, and fucking broccoli three times a day. This is so true. <laughs> you know yeah, what this I mean. Is so true. So yeah. like, I mean, it's it's one thing we did we did hype the shit out of what the food was going to be, and I think I definitely think one hundred percent that you delivered on everything on every front, um, w- without you know without blinking an eye well um, i appreciate you
1: saying that thank you that means a lot and you know i'm gonna be my world most, on my own worst critic 100
0: percent. oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. so well, we haven't got into my side of the story here so just <laughs> keep on going like um yeah no so you know what the ri- i'm so glad
1: that i cooked all the meat beforehand because oh that my god been, can you imagine we would have been up at like midnight waiting to eat food and well the good been part been is horrible. is we
0: do have like did
1: we have do have bike. Traeger, like yeah. there's a
0: Traeger up there or Green Mountain. Like I would 100% would have brought my pellet grill up there. Like totally. we would have totally. been outfitted to do yeah. that. However, I, I would how be able f- to train. Fuck ever, <laughs> those ribs, bro, <laughs> bro. Thank you. I ate and- two whole racks of ribs. Yes, you did. Like. Yes, yeah, she did. And I, I usually don't eat that much. Like yeah. in, like I can eat a lot, but I usually won't eat that many ribs. And they just, I couldn't stop, man. We had they, nine that w-
1: total. Nine total people there.
0: Nine total people. You brought seven ribs, and With seven. Racks, there was. A, yeah. We Nothing ate left. every single one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah, dude, it was, it was a lot of fun and, and, um, but a huge learning experience. Like, you know, on the outside, everybody's like, the food was bomb, but in my head, I'm like, okay, I can tweak this. I can tweak that. Lunches can be better. Breakfast can be more prepared. You know, I started doing things where I was like caramelizing the onions before the session or like mm-hmm. the chili. I made the chili and everything, put it in the crock pot and let it cook. So oh, we got out like, oh, it was, it was ready. And with so, chili, you gotta let that shit cook, right?
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the, like the leftovers, so we got up. <laughs> fucking Cornell turned the crockpot back on when he woke up, so the chili would be hot because he wanted to put chili on his eggs. <laughs> Dude, oh, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <I> love that. <laughs> like, I love that. Did not even blink an eye. I was like, I got done making making the food, and I was like, is that fucking crockpot on? And like <laughs> Cornell's like yep Yep. awesome (laughs) that's awesome so yeah that's great man yeah no
1: it was good it was learning experience and i think uh, it's always just going to get better the next time
0: mm -hmm. so yeah yeah just think we get these few first ones done pretty soon we'll uh you can get like in a little apprentice or something and well that's that's kind of like i'm I'm
1: building a little like uh outline of what it will look like or what the evolution of it and like yeah bring up a bring up a line cook and just let him be like this is what you're doing and yeah he cooks and i train yep. and i eat yeah
0: yeah it's a, it's a it's a what is it continuing education absolutely <laughs> i mean really i mean realistically like it will i I even for you at your stage in your career and and mm-hmm. your profession and craft like mm-hmm. you got stronger and better for your life by this oh, yeah. experience right oh, yeah. so hundred I mean you know it's for me it definitely like oh man I don't even know <laughs> i I like the I definitely like trying to cut corner uh, cut corners is not the right word, but trying to do everything is as, as fiscally responsible as possible. Yeah. Made it ridiculously difficult. Like, yep. Yep. um, getting the plywood donated mm-hmm. was huge. However, sure. it was used <laughs> plywood and it was in Milwaukee, Oregon. Yeah. And I didn't have a trailer. At first, and I had to cut each board to the right size, length, and width mm, to make yeah. it work, and like all that shit. So, like, I had a, you know, f- six weekends of plan of driving and planning and building, and did it, yeah. And, like, I not that I don't expect it to be that way in one form or another the next time, but, um, you know, it definitely like next time I'm going to pick instead of doing like oh I'm going to go knock out like a couple hours this Friday night load everything up in the truck and then drive up to to the cabin drop Mm -hmm. it off and try to organize some stuff like I'm going to do one freaking weekend where I have all the plywood Mm -hmm. and it goes Yeah, and I do as much setup as I can and that's it because realistically like looking back like I went up and I tinkered And that was my downfall. Like I tinkered here. I tinkered there. I didn't really, I didn't keep track as much as I would want to in like lists. And like we, I I had a brainstorm, like I had it all on paper of what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, but there's, I'm actually going to talk about this on the other podcast. I'm going to do a solo show probably Saturday for on PFRS. But, um, there's a. There comes a time in every bit of planning, where you just have to stop. Yeah, and you have to stop all your pre work, all your planning, and just wait until it's go time, because yep. you 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 can't. You, there's things you can't. You can't. You can't think about. You can't predict for one, and then. Mm-hmm. My original plan, like I wanted, I I could totally get six platforms in that garage, you know. And I mm-hmm. set up five. Excuse me. I set up five. I was like, "This is shit." <laughs> you know, like I at least I didn't I didn't build them all the way out. I didn't screw them together. I didn't do all that. I just put two sheets of plywood next to each other, not layered, and just kind of like fiddled around with them. But like I put, I don't know, probably sank two hours into like thinking about and like measuring and how those things were going to go together beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I had it figured out in like 20 or 30 minutes. <laughs> and it w- had nothing to look, look like anything that I originally planned. Right. Right. You know, I mean, it looked so, great
1: and it worked great at I the did angles. That, I love yeah. that. That was rad.
0: Honestly, it made it like... so much more intimate and yeah. like, it made it feel like we were there together. Like Mm -hmm. we weren't there. Like everybody was there to get better for themselves, but like it was even like, you know, Jerry and Valence were on the, their own platform and they were still like, they'd take a lift and then go and take pictures. They'd take a lift. They just had, they got into a rhythm, but they didn't feel left out. Like if, if the platforms would have been set so they were all facing out the garage, they probably would have picked one of them in the back, you know, and they would have been, they would have been felt like, you know, not part of the group and the way it was, they did like it was, Mm -hmm. there was a big family event and, well, you
1: know, it's it's interesting and there's a, a business tactic that I use in meetings where, you know, I don't, it's not like everybody grabs a chair. I make a circle with the chairs. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we do that is because we want to be able to look at people in the face and the eyes. Right. And you get a better connection and you get a more honest connection and you can have a meeting and, and everybody can talk and be, you know who they are and, and you're, everybody is present. And that's, that's how those platforms were. Everybody was present for everybody's lift. like, It didn't even matter if it was like a seventy kilo snatch. Like everybody stopped, everybody watched, everybody cheered, then you moved on. Right? Mm -hmm. It was like nice lift. Okay, move on. And it made me feel like we were in like kind of like a boxing rink, and we all had our own corner. And it was like, oh yeah, one kind of come out, next guy go in. You know, next, and it's like it was really neat.
0: It was really really neat. No, it was it was cool. It's like it makes you think about like future endeavors on how to set up a gym. Yeah. You know, and or would you have, would you set up six, like six platforms or seven platforms and have it set up like that or instead of having like the typical like storage unit where you have th- two or three and everybody like these, they're all facing each other or would you try to get something wider so you could make it arced like that? right you know so you are kind of facing everybody yeah and there's no like singled out anything right um i don't know it was it was really cool really cool environment um i just i i really i can't wait to do it again i'm i'm as i was putting everything away and putting the boats away and and like stacking everything up for the winter i was like fuck i cannot cannot wait yeah it, you know um
1: And and maybe this is just the people that were there. I don't think it was, but like, I don't know if I've ever been, even at competitions, like there was a, on that last max out day, there was a level of hype and energy that personally, I don't know if I've felt in the world of weightlifting before. I mean, I, (laughs) you know, me, I'm a quiet dude. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not like wiling out or anything. I was yelling at people. (laughs) I know, right? Top of my lungs. Like, and, and I felt comfortable. And so to me, when I feel comfortable enough to, um, be myself on the outside, like that energy, man, you bottle that shit up. You're a millionaire. You, and it was just, I know we all talk about hype sessions and, and, you know, max out Fridays. And, um, and I think part of this is also from me, it's coming from, I joined weightlifting in 2018. We were at club sport, right? We were at a a, a boat, you know, a big gym, globo gym or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. I've never been a part of an act, not a straight weightlifting gym because when, John moved away and, you know, you, I think you went, you went on, did your little thing for a second and then everybody dispersed. Um, I was on my own. And so I lifted on my own for a long time. Then COVID hit and I was lifting in parks and then I got a garage and I started lifting in the garage. I've never been part of lifting in that scenario. Yeah. And for me, holy crap. Like I understand why people think that they can go to the Olympics. (laughs)
0: You yeah know, Dude, those sessions like, are amazing because you, did you listen to the joe beck uh episode on um travis cooper's
1: mm, no show? i haven't heard that one yet
0: so he was talking about i'm, I'm sure you have probably talked to joe about his like arrangement and how how it came to be at twalton crossfit yeah. um and they're the way that they talked about how it's actually beneficial to have basically not a max out Saturday, just a team Saturday. Mm -hmm. So everybody's off on their own doing their own thing, whether they're at an actual gym, if they're at another training hall, if they're at in their garage, whatever it is. And then they come together on that Saturday, you know, from all corners of, of the area and can have that feeling that, that I, I mean, it's definitely not what we had, no, but, but, but still like there, that team feeling where it's like, yes, we are part of a team. We are part of this like coalition of fucking kind of psychotic people who, you know, <laughs> just want to lift as much weight as it possibly can. Yeah. You know, no matter what, it doesn't yeah. matter what age you are or nothing like, and, um, it was, it was really a good, a good listen. And, his philosophy and on on why it works and you know why he has kind of made it work is his own personal thing, but like it's it really has worked out in it like the the model totally makes sense. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I don't I don't think that that environment is conducive to a like. A life of, like, w- with people, you know what I mean. Outside of that, yeah. Like, I, 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 I like. I honestly like. I honestly don't think that if you were had that team lifting environment every day, or five days a week, whatever you know, four or five days a week, that's a lot, dude. Like, yeah. It it would tr- tap you out so fast. Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have you'd have no energy for your kids you'd have no like it there's no amount of recovery or you know food or or sleep that's gonna if you're working a full-time job that's gonna allow you to have any kind of life outside of that environment which is i mean if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do but yeah but i think at our
1: age as masters lifters like we got to take all that in consideration mm -hmm. and you're right The one day a week works. I mean, we do that. We do, we, we shoot for two and we usually get one, but when we do get two, it's great. Um, but it's like, we have one day during the week where we meet up, you know, you, me, you, me and Damon, and hopefully we can get Donald in on this. Mm -hmm. But like, um, that's a thing. And, and you're, you couldn't be more spot on when you say it's not conducive because we're not 20. (laughs) (laughs) We're not shooting to be national champions. You know, we're. Shoot. I would even say that we're weightlifting for the love of the sport, not necessarily to be super competitive and go out there and win medals. Mm -hmm. Do we want to do that? Yeah. I think think that's always out there, but we're doing it because we love the sport. And that is, Mm -hmm. I think as the older you get and the more, I guess the more wise and the more time you get into the sport, you realize that the love is why you're lifting not to go yeah. to the Olympics, not to be a national champ, and I don't want to take any, anything away from anybody who's doing that because I think that is an honorable thing. But when you get to a certain age when you have a career and a family and um, you know you want that quality of life but you still want to do weightlifting like you figure it out. But you can't yeah. do it like that 5 days a week cuz no, <laughs> you're not going to have well, a family like, or a career <laughs> or
0: anything. You know, it's 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 funny because there's there's you and I are, are comparatively in our crafts uh, on the same level, right? So, yeah, like, yeah. you're an executive chef. You've been doing this shit forever, yeah. And I'm a, a X-ray pipe welder, right. um, And there's I don't know what the numbers are on your side of things, but for me, mm-hmm. worldwide, if you're a pipe welder, a, a working pipe welder, you're like point zero one percent of all the welders in the world wow wow right and then if you're an x-ray pipe welder you're point zero one percent of all of those motherfuckers yeah right so it's just like you like if you're a fucking executive chef
1: you don't find it very often
0: like for one if you're an actual chef like a decorated chef yes right you're probably the same thing point zero one percent it really is If you're an executive chef, that's two steps above Mm -hmm. a working chef. So, like, same thing. So, I get what you're saying. You know, comparatively, those guys going out and winning nationals on the regular, like, by 20 kilos in the total, you know, the guys that are on the world team, on the Pan Am team, on, on their, you know, their continental teams, whatever, like, those guys are that that 0.01% of us lowly weightlifters right and they can fucking have that like i will take my my career and my craft and and i will master that but i absolutely like you said i absolutely love weightlifting i love the feeling that i have when i'm lifting i don't necessarily have the feeling i have after lifting (laughs) nobody does Uh, um but and the camaraderie that we gain with it and like those little short stints of of maxing out or just training hard or or just clicking and being in the moment with your your buddies your gym rat buddies whatever um you know once a week twice a week once a month even like it it doesn't even matter but like like we were talking about about before we went live like that's the problem with a lot of the competitions that we have in the U.S. I mean, I don't know what it's like outside the U.S. I I imagine we have probably the freest market as far as weightlifting is concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we don't. Like everything <laughs> is wrapped. I, this is yeah. turning into. This is gonna. This is turning. Anyhow. Whatever. <laughs> like it's like, let it's, let like it it's like. It's like aged meat, right? You got to let it sit in there for like 42 <laughs> yeah. days, right? Yeah, so exactly. it's it, it's getting that nice crust on it right about now. Yes, it is. It's, um it's No, the, 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 like that's the problem. So USAW is a fine organization and they're a national governing body. Mm-hmm. As Americans, we should not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying they have taken like, they are the governing body that controls all of elite weightlifting in the country that for the elite nationals, continentals, world team, Olympic team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So why the fuck do I need to worry about USAW?
1: Yeah. You got a good point. You know, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I'm just, I, I'm just saying like a local meet. I'm sorry. USAW shouldn't have anything to do with the local meet. They really shouldn't. Like you should be able to have a local meet and you are. Like you can you can have a local meet, but yeah. like nobody's gonna go to it because nobody cares because they think their total matters. Yes. I I sorry. No, sorry. no, don't be
1: sorry. I, I think <laughs> I, I think you're right. I, I also do think your total matters, but I think it matters. Um, it, it, it's, uh, individualized. So your total matters for you for, for your own reasons. Yeah. Your You're total right. matters
0: on your whiteboard.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'm that's the way I am. My, what my total sits on my whiteboard. It's like, Ooh, I, I don't, the ranking is, is not a big deal to me. Is it cool to look on there and be like, Oh, I'm, you know, top 10. Yeah. But that leaves right when you turn off the computer because <laughs> yeah. you realize, uh, that's nothing. It doesn't really mean yeah. much. Um, and for a master's weightlifter that is out there to do this for the, the love of the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at USAW like I look at politics. Uh, nobody's going to like them no matter who they are. Right. Nobody's going to. There's never going to be a president out there that everybody is going to agree with. Right. So my challenge to. Uh, people out there that are listening is why the hell don't we have another federation? Why is powerlifting the only one that has like 10 federations and they they make it work? Why can't we come up with another federation that is putting, you know, some badass weightlifting together? That is turning it into um a maybe a monetized sport. Maybe it turns from an amateur style uh thing to an actual league with paid athletes. That have TV spots that are maybe on ESPN fifteen. I don't know. Like,
0: so yeah, it's the ESPN eight, the Ocho. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, funny freaking story. <laughs> so, side note, side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we watch. I make Delaney watch dodgeball the other night. <laughs> okay. So we dodge watched Dodgeball. You can dodge ball. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and we watched it Saturday night and her soccer her first soccer game of the season was, was last Sunday. And she was like, I just remember that one guy, he was like the one that was all soft spoken and everything, and he wasn't very good. And then and then he just got mad. And that's what I was like, I just thought about that and I got mad. And that's why <laughs> I scored that goal. I'm like That's awesome. There you go. Atta that's girl. awesome! I love that.
1: So, so freaking uh, funny. That's good stuff right there. Oh, Learning man. how to harness that that emotion. Yeah. Uh, that's
0: cool. So, anyhow, okay, back on tra- back on track. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that as far as powerlifting and strongman are concerned, like if you, when I talk to Crystal McCullough,
1: yeah. Great podcast, right? by the way. Yeah.
0: She, thank you. Yeah. She brought up really good points about strength festivals. And that was the only, that was the biggest part. The only reason I had the conversation with her is because she that. helped Travis with that, with the, I can't remember what it's called, but the strength festival he put on his family's um, farm. Yeah. Um, anyhow, like they put on fun events. As a, mm-hmm. as as a governing body, they encourage that kind of shit, right? right? It's you know, you go to a strongman competition. It's not a it's not a competition, right? It's a meet, it's fun. or you know, it's fun. They, they, everybody's out there. They're wear, wearing fucking tall socks and kilts, and you know, like loud music's playing. They're just they're having a good time. Yep, you know you go to a powerlifting con- or competition they got lights they got music they got everything same thing everybody's wearing crazy clothes and everybody's having fun mm-hmm. and there it's you know it's it's a community that comes out yeah and you go to a local weightlifting competition and there's family and friends
1: yeah if that and
0: the the music is okay you might run across a you might end up with a good mc that is a good announcer you know yeah. like uh weightlifting Doc he's a, he's great on the mic yeah i agree i agree goofy guy Absolutely. Yeah. great on the mic yeah you know um but there it's just you know joe beck um on the on the meat side of things on the mm-hmm. on as putting on the competition you you can't get better like yes. he puts on a solid competition that runs relatively flawlessly. I agree. I but agree. because of USAW, because of the stigma that's associated with, oh, we're weightlifting, it's like golf.
1: Yeah. Right? That's a great like, comparison.
0: Like we need, we need Happy Gilmore. We wow. have Happy Gilmore. It's John. <laughs> Sorry. John, you are. The Happy Gilmore. We, lo- we um, love you. We love you-, you. Yes. Yes. You are the ha- like, yeah. So take that. As, it's endearing. It's not. It's, a very, it's, it's a not. A, it's yes. a compliment. But, um. But like that's that's what we need. We need that hype. We need that. We need that environment where everybody wants to come out and just have a good time and see some people right. freaking throw down and have weird competitions. Like, okay, keep it to snatch and clean and jerk. But why don't we do it like, okay? Well, we talked about this. Have a fucking why don't we have a snatch only? Yeah. Like screw the total. Just come out and freaking throw down and snatch. It's mm-hmm. like, you don't think about, Oh, I need to save a little bit for clean and jerk. No, you just go out there and you yeah. fucking, and then do the same yes. thing for clean and jerks. Yes. Like have a clean and jerk only. Yes. Like why not? And, yeah. I, I, they, I, they don't have nobody. To be nobody nobody's going to go watch a clean. Actually. No, I would. That clean and jerk competition. Well, would be bad. You know what it could, could be, be it,
1: is it could be like little breakout areas. So like, for instance, for example, um, the one in San Diego, it had weightlifting, it had the CrossFit, but then it had this little breakout competition going on in the corner, where it was squat, deadlift, and uh, bench, and it was like a the comp- B competition, and okay. you just saw usually like five to six people over their time, and they were filming it, and they had like timers and stuff. I didn't yeah. really get to uh, watch it a ton. But it's, it's like a powerlifting
0: meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but dude, like, like why not? Right. So there. So they do. There's. Um. Oh, who is it? There's Corey Gregory. Does it? Um. Yeah. He'll do. He'll do a super total weekend where he'll go and do what he'll do. I think he'll do the Olympic lifts actually, and then he'll go and do his his freaking squat, deadlift, and bench. So he'll get a super total. That's awesome. You know and like it's all in the same weekend. I don't think they're at the same event, but right. if you could actually put on like a true super total event, I mean, you're going to have guys that suck like Dan Mason, right? Strong as an ox. He can mm-hmm. power snatch one, one Oh five or something like that. Right. You know, but he can deadlift over 500 and squat over 500 and bench three, four something.
1: Well, like, I mean, wasn't Mark and Ashley, aren't they primarily? Power lifters? No. Or? What?
0: they are, but they were no.
1: competing in powerlifting. Or actually they,
0: they did a powerlifting meet. Yeah. So Ashley actually had so let me see if I remember everything. So they did a strongman meet. Okay. So she had her first weightlifting meet, and then she had a powerlifting meet, and then she had a strongman meet. And then mm. she came to camp like two weeks later. Mm. And that brings like, up a really good idea.
1: Why don't we have a federation that has a weightlifting segment or a weightlifting account, a powerlifting account, or division? You can say division, and then strongman division, and it's over under one federation. That'd be what so do you think hard. that would look like?
0: Difficult. <laughs> yeah,
1: it would be difficult. Like um, you'd
0: have to, you'd have to hire somebody who. You'd basically, you'd have to steal who, so I talked to Dan about this, Dan Mason. Yeah. And every federation has its issues, right? And yeah. what one federation does really good at, one of them sucks at. And it's just, it's just like. I remember it, him
1: saying that on the podcast. You know, yeah, yeah, Yeah.
0: It's like that across the board. Mm. So like your number and your numbers don't always communicate even though they say they might like, yeah. so having, having one under one big roof would be fucking cool. Just wow. have, but yeah. I mean, you'd have to have somebody that is really, really good. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to, it, it would be, it'd a, have to be a board. I think it'd, it'd be, would a, it, be. Well, it'd be a 50,000 to a hundred thousand dollar website. Like, yeah. And then yeah. like the software to run it, it would have to be custom software. Yeah. Or it'd have to be super rud- rudimentary, like spreadsheet data entry driven. Um, but I mean, all in all, it would still be really freaking hard. And then you'd have to have, yeah, you'd have to have an executive board that was that had to deal. Like that's the downside that, to starting a federation is you have to have a governing board. Yeah. You know, like I think the more prudent thing to do would be maybe star a <laughs>
1: uh, you should cut that out because we don't want anybody else to hear that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i will uh i'll no i'll believe that that's fucking brilliant and, you know what I mean? Because yeah, that's a, that's a, that's the whole fucking thing, yeah. right? So start it as that that thing that I just bleeped out, yeah. <laughs> um, and have built into it All right. Uh, tracking, right? That's mm-hmm. it's just a registry. It is nothing more than a registry. It means nothing to anybody except for the fact that you put your numbers in and you got ranked it's yeah. a national ranking that yeah. has nothing to do with anything it if it does not communicate to usaw it's right. just this is where everybody else that's lifted under this umbrella has totaled in the past under a quote-unquote we'll call it not sanction. we're going to say sanction but we really mean is bleep yes, yes. um Exactly. Event. That's exactly what we mean. <laughs> Ooh, licensed and bonded. Oh, <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. Uh, but you know what I mean, like, yeah. and just have have it as. I mean, it goes right along with my other idea with the the one thing with the that we talked about that for the other thing. Yeah, I know. You know what i mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that like, like seriously, like nobody like have it not mean. It it it, it doesn't need to be this fucking big ass thing right like it needs to be it, it the simplicity right. of it and that's why we train in our in our garages is because we don't like the complicated bullshit that goes along with trying to find a training hall that's close and then oh it's going to cost me 125 bucks a month just to train there and then if i want to yeah. have coaching like it's going to cost me another 100 bucks and then yeah if i but if i'm not on if i'm not getting the coaching Then I'm not going to be part of the team because the coach isn't like it's not going to be all synced up and all that stuff. Like it's, it's, and that was, that was the badass part about the camp was even though like the, like Valence kind of for the most part stuck. I mean, sorry. Yes. Valence's coach, he stuck to all of his training programming. Stuck to it all. He was strict on it. Solid. Unless he's already told you that he didn't then he did not
1: <laughs> and we are lying no, and we're lying <laughs> yeah. no
0: um no like it he pretty like he still had fun and like joined in with all of us and and was and still like uh monopolized on the environment yep. right? yeah right but we all just came together and it didn't matter that we all had different programming you know oh. and we were all doing our like doing our own thing the rest of the year the rest of the month whatever mm mm-hmm. mhm but, excuse me, um, it was just we had that team camp. Like, you know, uh, Ryan Sesser. he's uh, out at the Rogue Barbell Club right now for the World's for Camp. The world Camp, yeah. You know, like, you go out there and everybody comes together and you get that fire training where yeah. everybody's pushing each other. You know, uh, him and uh, fucking... Freedom Freezer, what the fuck is his name? He outsquats Wes. He's a yeah. Cow I'm, I'm trying to um, think
1: who the heck. What, what is his name? I just heard. Is it no? Is it Damron?
0: Yeah, Nathan Damron. Yeah, Damron. Um, they had a power snatch off, like to 155. I think. Like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, and it was like, you're not gonna get that anywhere else. And he was just like, and sessor has been traveling. You know, he went. He's been at Vulcan. He trained with Joe. He mm-hmm. he went down to. Uh, he trained with uh, uh, Zach Tellender and and those guys down there for a little bit. Oh, he's, yeah, he right. went up to Seattle. Like he's yeah. been moving around, trying to get as much, you know, training as he can in those environments because he's a freaking garage lifter exactly. that's going yeah. to worlds. Yep. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Anyhow, dude, we are coming up on an hour. Oh damn! And Got yeah, I know quick. it's been it's gone really really quick. So, <laughs> um, anything coming up? Anything you want to uh, want to you know, get after?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm working on the uh, like we talked about the black box is coming up. It's going to be extra special when I do drop it. Um, you know, just uh, lifting training. Um, I okay. So I, I'm gonna I'll talk about this really briefly. It's still fairly new. How's your um, but I'm... <laughs> okay. Well, it is not black and blue anymore. <laughs> Listen, that is, I have never, never seen anything I... like this before. I looked like, <laughs> I don't even I don't. I'm not going to go there. It was just a different color. Let's just put it. So what Eric's talking about is I had you a. Like, um...
0: You looked like that emoji. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, I, I.
1: We did a, a snatch thing, a Cobra snatch thing, and I bruised the hell out of my pelvis. And all the blood is, um, you know, it, it falls to gravity, and it fell in a certain spot, and it turned it a different color for what four or five days.
0: Jesus,
1: holy man, uh, yeah, it's 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 healed, it's better. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Um, Sorry, dude. I I, no. couldn't, I couldn't let it go. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't do this, dude. Oh, when you when you sent me that text, yeah, it was like. I died, and then I told everybody what happened. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, and and I I was, dude. I mean, okay, listen. I you're like send pictures, but send them to Cornell. And I'm like, all right. So I took the first picture, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just send it. And I'm like, I couldn't bring myself to send a picture of my junk to a group of people that I barely, you know. It's like, ah, uh, nope. Oh my god, almost took the picture. Oh but anyways. God. Um, I so, so what I was uh, getting at is um, I just found out today that Maddie um, got accepted into a Special Olympics event that Nike's having.
0: Oh, fuck. That's awesome.
1: It's cool, right? She's going to do the track and field things, but there's something that's going to be there that I'm super excited about, which is uh, Special Olympics uh, powerlifting team. Portland has a powerlifting team for the Special Olympics.
0: No fucking way.
1: She's stoked. I'm like, let's talk to the coach. Let's get you on the team. We have everything in the gym. You can train. We, can, I, I can train you. Joe Beck used to be a coach. I can, I can, you know, pull him in. Mm-hmm. But like, I think starting December is when the team started when they start training again and competing. Like, I think my daughter is going to start doing some some uh, strongman stuff
0: or powerlifting. Sorry, powerlifting. That's so stinking cool, dude. Isn't that cool. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah. That's. So, uh, i'm excited about that's that that's awesome yeah. that's so freaking cool so that's so, you know
1: other than that that's all i got coming up really just am just good cool, cool. things not not many competitions you know, competitions are done for the year yeah.
0: um yeah wso's just, coming up for our area yeah it sore, is. S- slightly uh, sore subject but it's uh, be... not
1: anymore i came to terms with it um yeah. it's funny because after i committed to this uh power lifting thing and the, the special olympics joe goes hey uh well, you know, I might be able to get you in now. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Thank you, but sorry, I'm okay. dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay, and that's all right. And I, I've come to terms with it. Um, I would rather just support Damon and, and Donald and and uh, let them yeah. watch them kick some ass and and uh, yeah,
0: that's coming no, up. It's it's, it's going sure to be good. so cool. Yeah, I, I wish I could make it. Yeah. I'm going to have probably more fun. But yes, you are. Are you going to Florida?
1: <laughs> you going to Florida? Oh, uh,
0: we're going. Oh, we're going to San Francisco. Oh, even better. No, not, not so, nothing wrong with that. No, that's awesome. No, like I, well, the last time I went, I didn't really get to see hardly anything. So, yeah. and Sarah's never been. Um, so it'll be, it'll be great. Nice. Um, yeah, can't wait. I wish we had more time. We're, how long are you guys going th- for? Three days. Three days. That's good. Yeah, so you'll get through. You'll get yeah, through. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, we'll hit. There's like three restaurants that I've been told from a guy who, who lived down there for like twenty years. He goes, you Mm -hmm. have to, have to, have to, have to go to these spots. I'm like, oh, yeah, done. So, um, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, Let's see. Solo show tomorrow, probably post next Monday on PFRS. This is going to go up on Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, Let's see. Kilo Chasers Camp number two will be, we'll have dates uh, by the end of the year. We'll have dates. They're going to be uh, early spring. um let's see uh store yeah website and store will be up within i don't know probably same time end of the year not really making a big push on it if you want shirts um if you want pfrs shirts i will i have drafts that i can get done it's not a big deal if you want the Kilo chaser shirts hats let me know we'll do one-offs we'll figure it out um probably pre-sale is going to be the best gig Matt max effort kitchen your yeah. store is up and running
1: yep up and running it's going um I haven't been a uh, super vocal about it but it's out there max effort <laughs> kitchen uh you can go to my instagram and find it on the link tree just go to it um yeah no let me uh, I, I do want to give you props on your kilo chaser shirt because normally those things you know these these shirts that I buy they don't fit me well yeah. this has fit me through three washes I love it so Dude, kudos like, to you on that shirt
0: it's it's the extra large okay so Matt and I are six foot ish yeah. and 220 230 pounds yeah and the extra large is right on the verge of not fitting yes so it, it fits perfect yes it fits perfect <laughs> uh, yeah I, no, I I got it good. I, I got the extra large uh, from from bargo the yeah. lifting theory I, oh, got, yeah, okay. I, du- I No, I got double XL from him. And that shirt is actually like, I think I've crossed over into a double XL life for like, just like, not like dated, not, (laughs) it's comfortable. Come on. Okay. It's it's just, it's when I don't like feel like walking around with trying to make my biceps look bigger than they actually are. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I get it. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little bit more comfortable, but I'm I'm still trying to convince myself I'm a large, but I'm not. (laughs) So. Dude, yeah. I try, No, I tried to put on a large. It didn't. No, it I still. I, I have a couple caffeine and kilos shirts that are that are larges, and I'm like, oh, yeah, No, there's like crop tops all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh yeah, quick shout out. So all the supporters of the camp. We had. Oh shit. We'll start. I don't even mean, know where to start. So, uh, caffeine and kilos came out. Um, Born Primitive came out. Life Aid came out. Yep. Uh, Fit Aid. Uh, C four, um, who else? Kabuki strength came through big time with big shirts, time. And, yeah, with shirts and, and supplements and some other things. Um, God, who who am I uh, I'm trying? I'm trying to think if there's any others. Yes, the maybe. supplement store. What? Uh, yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, no. I wasn't forgetting her. Um, okay. Levy over at Sports Nutrition Center. She hooked us up. She that lady is a freaking godsend. She
1: that place is a gem and I shouldn't even be saying this in a public forum, but if you yeah. need supplements, go to her. Like Did she they is have a, the coolest. Check them, out on,
0: check them out on Instagram. They have, yeah. they do like daily, weekly updates on supplements and how they work and why they're good. And yeah, they're just, it's such like you walk in and you meet, you meet the owners. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you just don't get that anymore. And so if you're from the Portland area, um check them out if you're not look them up on instagram their website i think is still under construction um yeah but should be up again soon call them she will ship you anything um it
1: by far the best place i've ever found
0: yeah by far no yeah such a such a great place yeah. um uh i think that's it um yeah, yeah. kilo yeah. chasers yeah. summer camp um check it out we're on check instagram yeah. we're on facebook uh pfrs is the name of the podcast max effort kitchen uh, mm. let's go man yeah we'll uh we'll talk to you guys soon yeah, yeah. have a good day you too.